everybody. Welcome back to the Power Hour. I am doing an episode just with myself. I am happy to say I've returned, obviously, to talking with other people and interviewing guests, but I I still want to integrate that with part of what's going on with me and my diagnosis and how things are going. And today I decided that I would focus on the silver lining, I guess is the best way to phrase it, in in all that has happened with me over the past six months. And it's weird to think that there is any silver lining to a cancer diagnosis, but I think if I've learned anything through this, it's that you really, really, really have to remain positive. And that's actually a little bit of a challenge for me because I think my coping mechanism in general in life to some degree is being slightly pessimistic because in some ways when I try to foresee worst case scenarios or get ahead of you know issues that may come up I feel like I have more control and when I prepare myself for potential you know bad news or worst case scenarios then I can cope with it better and so I tend to look at situations with an eye towards that. Um, And that's not necessarily productive or helpful. I think it's largely related to my anxiety. Um, But it it has been for much of my life how I've really coped with my anxiety. But when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, that approach didn't work. And in fact, I don't think is... um, really conducive to to dealing and coping and getting through such a challenging health scare. I really, really, really had to be positive and have to be positive when I think about all that has happened. And it's funny, there have been a few things along the way that have reminded me of that. I mean, when I was first diagnosed, there were a lot of people who just said, you have to, you know, you have to be positive. You have to think positively. And I I did take that to heart. I remember one specific situation. I was in my PCP's office. It was actually a new PCP for me, and I hadn't actually even met the physician yet who was going to be my PCP doctor, but I had an issue going on, and I got in with a nurse practitioner, and she was great, and she helped me navigate the issue that I was having and was very um, empathetic to everything that was going on with me. And as I was walking out, I remember I literally was walking towards the exit door and she she called my name and she said, Wendy, and I stopped and I turned around and she said, you have to be positive through all this and you literally have to talk to yourself and tell yourself this cancer can't live here in your body, that it's got to go and you really have to speak to yourself in those terms. And I don't know if she'd had her own battle with cancer or maybe she'd had, have had, has a loved one who, who has, um, but she, it, it, she really impacted me with that statement. And so I do that now. I really talk to my body and I tell my cancer, which I believe to no longer be in my body, but I just kind of reinforce like, you can't live here. You gotta go, you gotta go do something else. And, and that just helps reframe my thinking around my future as it relates to dealing with the aftermath of cancer, which is super hard. 
but it's also been just so important for me to focus on being positive and it's hard to believe that there are good things that can come out of this but but there are interestingly enough and in fact it's important to understand um, these good things because otherwise this has all happened for no good reason and I don't know I struggle with that whole phrase you know does every does everything happen for a reason I I I don't know. I guess it, I like to believe it does, but I, I can imagine some situations in life where that might be really hard to wrap your head around. But for me, I'm trying to, to see that. And as I've navigated these last couple of months after finishing radiation, there have been some, some noticeably good things. And I thought I would share them with you because I feel like if I can find some good things through all this, then there might be some things in your life that just feel kind of shitty and crappy and maybe will help you reframe how to look at things a little bit because I do think it makes a big difference. So first, I remember I used to think that anybody who's really successful in life has had to come overcome some adversity. And I'll be honest, up until recently, have not had a whole lot of adversity in my life. And I actually have always wondered if that's why it's been hard for me to find real passion and uh, around what I do or what I want to do. And so in a weird, messed up way, I now have that adversity. You know, overcoming, getting through a cancer diagnosis is life-changing. And it has definitely made me look at things differently. And I do think that that gives me some insight and opportunity when I look about, when I think about how I want to do things going forward, both personally and professionally. So I don't think you have to go through this to have that insight, but I'm not going to lie. I think it helps. I think it helps. Um, So I don't know, I I guess we'll see where it takes me, but I always wondered whether or not having adversity was something that would help you succeed. And now I feel like I do have this to use um, going forward. So that's interesting. Now I think there are some interesting, (laughs) more, more, more superficial benefits to to have having this cancer diagnosis. And I'll share some some of those with you. When I went through chemo, one of the first things that they said to me was, it's really important as you go through chemo to keep your mouth clean because you can get really bad mouth sores that make it really difficult to eat and swallow and can become really uncomfortable. This kind of scared this shit out of me because like I love to eat and I knew it could be hard anyway going through chemo. So I was like, okay, I'll do what I have to do. And they encourage obviously brushing and rinsing your mouth with either a mouthwash or a mix of baking soda and water or salt and soda multiple times a day and flossing. Well, I was never a flosser, but I will tell you that I flossed every night. I had chemo and I rinsed a couple times a day and I flossed at least once a day. I had never done that before. And I'll tell you, my teeth have never looked or felt better. And I've continued it. I may not floss every day now, but I floss a couple times a week. So I feel like my 
dental health has really, really um, improved and gotten a bump through the, all this that will stick with me. So there was, so there's that. Also, my skin care. You realize when you go through chemo, when you lose your hair, when the chemo dries out your skin, that it starts to look really dry and gross, how important your skin is to feeling good, but also to looking good. And for me, whether other people think you look good or not is not necessarily the most important thing. It's just feeling better. And for many of us, how you look is correlated to how you feel. So I really took an interest in my skincare, especially on my face. And I've invested in some products that I really like. I've been using some Kiehl exfoliant, which I really like. I bought some stuff from a company called Violets Are Blue, which was created by a woman who had breast cancer and created a skincare line for women going through treatment. And I used it a little bit during treatment. And I'll tell you, I really went back to it after treatment and I really, really like it. Um, and I've just been mixing some stuff up, but I'm definitely making sure to cleanse and hydrate and exfoliate in a way that I never had before. I never really had to, I guess I've always had decent skin, so it was never something I needed to do, but I'm kind of enjoying this, uh, self pampering that I'm doing now. And it's, it, it looks good and it feels good. So there's that. Um, I think there's also, believe it or not, some benefits to having had lost my hair and now it's growing back and it's super short. And while I'm not entirely sure how I feel about it yet, I don't actually hate the look. I think the biggest struggle is it's not, you know, it's not me. I look in the mirror and it doesn't feel like me. And so that's the biggest thing that takes getting used to because it's kind of like the new me. You know, we're all getting used to a new normal. And for me, this is kind of the new me. And that takes a lot of getting used to. But I've realized there's also some benefits to this shortness. And uh, for example, the rain. I remember like the rain and the weather used to be such, so, so correlated with my hair. And um, now, you know, I don't worry about the humidity. I don't worry about it getting wet. And it's just been a nice, refreshing approach to, um, to my hair. And, you know, I'm somebody who I never really liked to spend a ton of time on my hair, but I always liked it to look the way I wanted it to look and to look nice. So I would figure out the fastest way to get it to look the way I wanted and I do and perfected that frankly over the years. And so it's been hard change, but I'm loving the simplicity that um, comes with this short hair. I, for example, we were in Florida and I realized I could go jump in the water and go swimming and not have to worry about doing my hair after the fact. So there've been some interesting realizations that um, kind of are a little bit freeing that I've really appreciated. The other thing is with a double mastectomy, I don't have to wear bras. I hated them to begin with and now I don't have to wear them. I mean, sometimes I'll still put on a camisole just like under something or I don't know, just to, I don't know. I don't know sometimes why I'm putting on the camisole other than it maybe just, you know, covers some of the scars that maybe you can see from the side, but I don't have to wear a bra. And I'll tell you, I love it. 
I love it. I don't know anyone who loves wearing a bra. I mean, I look, I miss the look sometimes that you get with having breasts, but honestly, there's so much you can buy out there. If I need a certain look with a certain top, you know, you can buy a bra that has like, you know, pads in it. Um, but I really don't miss that. And I can sleep on my stomach comfortably. No boobs getting in the way there. When I try to run, which I can't do a lot these days because I'm having some hip and back issues, but when I tried to for a little bit, very, very nice not to have to run around with those breasts bumping up and down. So, um, yeah, I think I think there's some, <laughs> some silver linings here. I don't know that I would recommend it if you don't have to, but... Um, it's definitely given me a new perspective on things. And I feel like if I can find this new perspective in this tragedy, tra- tragedy, maybe that's the wrong word, but maybe it isn't, I don't know. And if I can find some things through this to be thankful for, then I'm guessing I can find some positive in just about anything these days. So Hopefully, you know, if there is something you're going through, you'll be able to take some time and reflect on some of the things that might, you know, be the silver lining in it for you. And it doesn't, you know, it doesn't take away the hardness for sure. But I think it's a good um, reminder when there are difficult times to kind of focus on some of these other things to kind of pull you out of that darkness. So anyway, those are my thoughts for the day. I will be returning next week with a guest that I think you're going to really enjoy. And I hope you'll stay tuned. As always, thanks for listening.